0: Welcome to Dexter First Pentecostal Church Podcast. We're so glad that you're here. Today's message is preached by Assistant Pastor Reverend Robert Payne. Message titled Prisoners of Hope. We pray it's a blessing to you and your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Isn't he good? As much as we like to admit it, this Everybody is struggling with something in this day and time. Amen. Amen. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of doubt. There's a lot of questioning of why is this happening or why is that happening? You know the answer as much as I know. I have no idea. But I do know a God who understands. And, And I'm thankful today that we serve a Lord that is timely. Amen. That we may not understand what's going on. Other verse, but we know a God yes. that does. I mean, I don't understand why this is happening. I don't understand the pandemic. I don't understand everything that's going on in the politics. I don't understand what's going on. But I do know, without a doubt, through all the chaos and through everything that is going on, God is still in control. Yes, And as hard as that is for us to believe, we must understand that God is still in control. There is never a time or a moment when all this is happening that God was ever confused or if he ever felt like he's lost a grip on us. No, 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 no. God is never confused. God always knows what's going on. I I'm thankful for what I feel in this place. It's good to see each and every one of you. Amen. amen. All of our guests and visitors, amen. ones I haven't seen in a while. And Amen. It's good to be here in the house of the Lord. Yes. Amen. I I'm thankful for what the Lord has done. I, I don't have an extremely long message for you this morning, but what I do, I believe without a doubt, I have a word for you this Thank morning. You, amen. How many are thankful for a timely word? Amen. If you were not here last Wednesday and if you did not hear the message from pastor, I strongly encourage you to listen to it because never have I ever had a message rip me apart like that one last week. And I'm thankful this morning that God will still speak to a broken soul. Amen. That God will speak to a soul that is on fire and God can still speak to a soul that is smoldering. Amen. I'm thankful that he never gives up on us. I'm thankful that he's always here and and he's forever pursuing my soul and he's for my purpose. Amen. He understands what I need and when I need it. God never gives up on us. He has never given up on you and he has never given up on me. And guess what? He never will. Can we praise him this morning just for his faithfulness? And not, not just his goodness, but just his faithfulness. My God has never left me. He has never left me alone. He has never left me abandoned. As many times as I have failed him, as many times as I have left him, God has always been by my side. Even if I went down the wrong way, I took the wrong path, God has never left me. You and I know we don't deserve it, but he gives it. In spite of us, in spite of our insecurities, in spite of our failures, in spite of our struggles, God has never left us. Thank you, God. Man, as I was getting my message together yesterday, man, I can say I was in the groove, Pastor. Man, I was just rolling. You know, you get in the groove and things are flowing. And man, I done had my title, my scriptures, and I had a plan. And then all of a sudden, I was reminded of one scripture. So I went and I read it, man. I could feel the Holy Ghost. I was like, "Okay, God, you control my pen." Yes, amen. <laughs> so everything that I had that I spent several hours on, I gently highlighted it all and pressed delete. But I'm thankful for a word this Praise morning. Praise the Lord, mm. you're awesome, God. Zechariah nine and eleven and verses, or not chapter nine, verse. 11 and 12, amen. It says, for as for thee also, by the blood of the covenant, I have sent forth thy prisoners out of pit wherein there is no water. Turn you to the stronghold, ye prisoners of hope. Even today do I declare that I will render a render double unto thee. The New Living Translation says it like this, Because of the covenant I made with you, sealed with the blood, I will free your prisoners from a death in a waterless dungeon. Come back to a place of safety, all you prisoners who still have hope. And I promise this very day that I will repay two blessings for each of your troubles. I want to preach for a little bit this morning on this title prisoners of hope. Lord, we love you, and we're thankful to be in your presence this morning. Lord, I'm thankful for your faithfulness. God, that you would never leave us or forsake us, but God, you you go with us even unto the ends of the earth. God, your faithfulness is unmatched. Lord, there is none like you, God, and we give you the praise. Lord, I ask that you mold these lips of clay. God, let you fix this broken vessel yet one more time for your glory. Lord, speak your words as you want to speak. Let your anointing fall upon your people. Can we give you the praise and the honor in Jesus' name? Can we give the Lord some praise? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 You may be seated. I come to tell someone this morning or somebody's under the unction of the Holy Ghost that you have a choice this morning. Brother Bruce, we can either be a prisoner of war or a prisoner of hope. Amen. Not a, being a prisoner of war, it doesn't mean that you're a prisoner because of some circumstances, but being a prisoner in general means that you are being held captive by something. Yeah. <laughs> We can waller in our fears and our own self-pity and ask, God, why does this happen? Why am I a prisoner? Why am I held captive by these things that have me down and have me bound? Amen. We can all get down and and about the things that are happening in our world today and allow fear to captive us and, and to imprison us or we can do what Psalms 121 says, I will lift my eyes into the hills from whence my help comes from because my help comes from the Lord the maker of heaven and earth Amen, Amen. we have a choice today <laughs> I have a choice, I don't know about you but I choose hope I put my hope in the one that has proven over and over and over again to come through when it seems like it is impossible. I put my hope in a God that makes things out of nothing. Amen. That can make a way when there seems to be no way. I put my hope in the one that has healed my wife. From a medical condition that wouldn't allow her to walk. But when she was in the presence of the King of Kings, she was able to walk and praise the Lord. And God delivered her from that medical condition. That's who I put my hope in this morning. <laughs> I put my hope in the one that allowed me to walk away from a rollover accident off a bridge on 57th. Amen. And I walked away with nothing but a scratch. I put my hope in a one that, that healed Jake of a toothache one evening. <laughs> I remember asking him, I was like, Jake, do you believe God can touch you? And he said, yes. <laughs> and he healed him. Amen, I put my hope in the one that allowed me to be where I am tonight, that called me out of darkness and into his marvelous light. I put my hope in the one that has delivered me from my alcohol addiction, the same addiction that eventually killed my father. I put my hope in the one that breaks generational curses. Hear me this morning. I don't care how you were raised. I don't care how you were brought up. I don't care what your, your your parents went through. You are not held by their circumstances. You are not held by their issues. But you are free this morning. You have a hope in a king of kings and a lord of lords that can take generational curses and break them. You don't have to be held captive by how your parents raised you. (laughs) Amen. I look at my life and where I am today. If, If I allowed my parents the way I was raised to impact me, I wouldn't be here today, but I'm thankful for God this morning that breaks chains. Amen. That allows, there is nothing that God cannot break, there is nothing that that he cannot destroy, there is not a sickness he cannot heal, there is not an issue that he cannot solve, there is nothing that God cannot do. Is there anything impossible for him? (laughs) If Jesus did it once, he will do it again. I, mean, I don't know about you but each one of us have something in our lives and we're like God I know exactly what you've done for me and I know that you can do it again Amen. I know that God has healed my wife and, and I've seen and I, I hear her testimonies and there's no doubt that God can do it again amen my hope is in him I choose hope this morning I choose to magnify the king of kings and the Lord of lords can we praise him uh, this morning Hallelujah. well according to my voice I may not be able to preach along anyways <laughs> amen a funny story I feel like lighting it up a little bit I was uh, I was in my living room, and I was listening to some worship music on YouTube, and I was studying. Where's J.K.? There he is. And and I'm listening, I mean, just some good worship music. And I believe God has a sense of humor. I swear he does. Because I don't know if you know the little kid song. Daddy finger, daddy finger, where are you? So here I am. I'm worse. I'm listening and I'm studying the words, and this song just starts playing. I'm like, Lord, Thou knowest. Jake was happen to be in there, and he's like, Dad, what are you listening to? <laughs> Anyways, Amen. Isn't God good? I'm I'm thankful that God can make something humorous. Amen. He knew I needed to laugh, and I was like, what is this? Acts 16, 18 through 26, a very familiar verse of Scripture. And it says, And this did she many days, but Paul, being grieved, turned aside to the Spirit and said, I command thee in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And she came out. He came out that same hour. And when her magistrates saw that the hope of their gains was gone, They caught Paul and Salas and drew them into the marketplace and to the rulers and brought them to the magistrates, saying, These men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither observe, being Romans. And the multitudes rose up together against them, and the magistrates rent their clothes off and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into a prison And charged the jailer to keep them safely. Who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast with stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Salas prayed and sang praises unto God. You know, Paul and Salas, they knew who their hope was in, right? Obviously. Because someone that was doing something for the kingdom of God is... All of a sudden persecuted and beaten, thrown into a prison. Amen. Can I tell you today that this world that we're living in is not going to get any easier. Amen. We might as well just come to agreement that eventually the church is going to be persecuted. And I pray and I hope that God will just come before that time. But I believe that we will face some things, and you can already start seeing it kind of starting to work a little bit through our government. But they, they could have been full of bitterness, Pastor. They could have been full of hate. And and they could have been mad at God. They could have easily been been angered at Him for what has happened. Because they were just doing what, what God is wanting them to do. They cast out a demon. <laughs> Amen. And then now they were beaten, thrown into a, in a prison. I mean, they were doing God's work. And they, they were beaten. Now... <laughs> That situation, I have never encountered that, obviously. I have not been beaten because I prayed for someone. I have not been cast into prison for doing a good deed. Um, I can only imagine what their thought would have been. Amen. But they knew (laughs) where their help came from. I mean, they knew that, that there was a God that, that, can, that can deliver them, that there was a God that even though they were beat and they were ridiculed and thrown into prison, that God still had a purpose and a plan and that God would deliver them out. But I want to show you something that God revealed to me last night. If you continue in reading verse 25, and it says, At midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. (laughs) They sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. I said they sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loose. Can I tell you about about us this morning? It's not about us. It's not just about the church. It's not about you and I this morning. But one thing about hope is it's infectious, amen. It spreads throughout the prison. The moment that the, all their bands were loosed and their doors were open, they were no longer prisoners of the things that held them captive, but they had hope. They were no longer prisoners of theft. They were no longer prisoners of adultery. They were no longer prisoners of addiction. They were no longer prisoners of abuse. They were no longer prisoners of depression. Do you hear what said the Lord this morning? They are now prisoners of hope. They've realized that Paul and Salas had something and whatever they had, they wanted it. They knew they had a hope in Jesus Christ and the prisoners Wanted something of it. I'll say it again. They were no longer prisoners of bondage, but they were prisoners of hope. Let me show you something else. Acts 16 27 to 28, the following verses. And it said, The keeper of the prison, awaking out of his sleep and seeing that the prison doors were open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself. Supposing that the prisoners had, fed, had been fled. But Paul cried out and said, do thyself no harm for we are all here. You know, I always wondered why. I always wondered why the prisoners never left. And now I understand. I always wondered why these murderers or whatever the reason why they were held captive, why they stuck around. Well, now I know why. They were no longer bound by their bond. They were no longer prisoners of bondage. They weren't captive anymore. But somehow they found hope. Because of Paul and Silas. They decided to start singing and praying to the king of kings and the lord of lords. They heard something inside of their cells. And they said if they have hope. And if God can do it for them. He'll do it for me. Amen. They weren't prisoners of bondage anymore. (laughs) Knew that if Jesus can set them free from their bondage, He can do the same for them. (laughs) You have a choice this morning. I choose hope. You can be captive by fear in this day and time. You can be captive by the doubt of where God is or what's going on. You can be captive by your sickness. You can be captive by the things anything that has you bound whether it be your addiction or oppression, depression, whatever the case may be. But I choose hope because I know that God can do it. If he can do it for you he can do it for me. If he can heal sister Lord, he can heal me. I know God is able and I choose hope Mark 10 46-52 in the New Living Translation very familiar scripture and they reached out and they reached Jericho and Jesus being, and his disciples left town and a large crowd followed him a blind beggar named Bartimaeus son of Timaeus was sitting beside the road when Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout, Jesus, thy son of David, have mercy upon me. Be quiet, many of the people yelled at him, but he only shouted aloud, louder, son of David, have mercy on me. When Jesus heard him, he stopped and said, tell him to come here. So they called the blind man and said, cheer up. They said, come on, he's calling you. Bartimaeus threw aside his coat, jumped up, and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you, he asked. My rabbi, the blind man said, I want to see. And Jesus said to him, go, for thy faith has healed you. Instantly the man could see and follow Jesus down the road. Blind Bartimaeus had a decision to make. (laughs) As Jesus walked by? We all have opportunities. The one thing's different from today and then, Jesus only walked by a few times, but here this morning, you have the opportunity every time you enter into his presence. Amen. Jesus walked by, he could have continued to be captive by his blindness, being a prisoner of darkness, or he could be the prisoner of hope. See, somewhere inside of our trials and our tribulation, there's got to be something that switches. There's got to be something that says, you know what, I am sick of dealing with what I'm dealing with. And now I'm going to put my hope in him. I'm sick of living in darkness. Paul Bartimaeus is probably tired of not being able to see, and he knew Jesus was coming by. So he decided to call upon Jesus. The moment he yelled the name Jesus he changed his mindset from a prisoner with no hope to a prisoner of hope. At the time he had no chance of not being blind to a chance of being healed. Amen. There's got to be something inside of it that gets tired of where you're at and says God I put my hope in you. If you can do it for them you can do it for me because when you think about blind Bartimaeus he had to know what Jesus can do the word had been going around he had to already know that Jesus can do it and when he had the opportunity he changed his perspective I don't care what you're facing this morning if you have Jesus you have hope I don't care what you're facing. You can lean upon him this morning. There is nothing that you're facing that he doesn't know about. And not only does he not know about it, but he cares about it. Amen. I'd rather put my trust in him this morning and my hope in him than in myself. Because if by myself, I'm not able to do anything. But with God, nothing is impossible. I lean on the one that can do it. You don't have to be alone in your prison this morning. But you can have hope. You can have the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords beside you. And you have that hope knowing that God can deliver you from your addiction, from your depression, whatever hell has you held captive. You don't have to be prisoner of that no more. But God can give you hope. The moment... They said, cheer up, Jesus calls you. What a moment that must have been. <laughs> Amen. But here this morning, Jesus calls out <laughs> all the time. He's always pulling, Pastor. He's always trying to drag us in. He's always trying to do, for some, do something for us. Blind Bartimaeus didn't know. Here's the kicker. He didn't know that he was going to be healed. He didn't know, but he had a hope that the King of kings and the Lord of lords was going to heal him. And that was enough. Amen. Jesus is here this morning. He calls for you. Amen. There is hope in him. The woman with the issue of blood had tried everything that she, the world could offer to heal her. She was stuck in her own prison. She was held captive by her sickness until Jesus came by. Yeah, I tell you this morning, that's all you got to have is Jesus. Once you know that Jesus is here, you can change your mindset from no hope that God can heal me if I just touch his garments. What a change in a mindset. From one minute she was sick for 12 years with no hope, into saying that if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I could be made whole. What a change of perspective. Amen. I'm closing this morning. Zechariah 9 11 and 12. Because of the covenant I made with you, I sealed with blood. I will free your prisoners from death. In a waterless dungeon. Come back to the place of safety. Amen. There's no place I'd rather be. Than in the safe hands of the Lord. There's no place I'd rather be. But in his presence. Amen. There's no place I'd rather be. All you prisoners who still have hope. I promise This very day that I will repay two blessings for each one of your troubles. In closing today, I want you to know that what you and what I and what we are facing, it's not meant to destroy us. (laughs) It's not meant to, to tear you down. It's not meant to destroy you. God is a God of restoration. All throughout the Bible, he always replaces what has been taken. And more times than not, there's always more than what they had in the beginning. I just read the story of Job. Amen. God restored to him double of everything he had. Amen. I have a hope this morning that Jesus will see me through. I have a hope this morning that Jesus will see you through and restore everything that has been lost. (laughs) Amen. You're not just going through it to go through it. You're just not facing this situation just because God wants you to face it. But there's something on the other side. There are blessings. There is miracles that God wants you to have. There's a double portion. I put my hope in the one that can restore me. I put my hope in the one that can save my family. I put my hope in the one that can restore my family, my finances, my depression. I I put my hope in God that can restore my health. So what holds you captive this morning? Amen. I in this world we're living in, there's a lot of things that can pull you in. There's a lot of things that can captive you. It can be fear. It can be doubt. Amen. I it can be depression. There's so many things that can that can hold you captive today. But you, everyone say me. You have a choice today. Are you going to be a prisoner of what's capturing you? Or are you going to be a prisoner of hope? <laughs> I've seen God move mountains. And I know He will do it again. I've seen God heal the sick. And there's no doubt in my mind that He will do it again. I've seen God restore families And there's no doubt in my mind That he can do it again I've seen God do it over And over And over Amen If you'll stand with me this morning (laughs) So what's the choice Amen I choose hope Amen I choose hope this morning Because really, that's all I got. I have nothing else I can lean on. But I know I can lean on the one that never leaves me or forsakes me. Amen, amen. Come on, church. Let's find us a place to pray. Amen. Change your mindset this morning. Go from being a captive to being someone with hope, knowing that God can deliver you in Jesus' name.